How's it going, everyone? Welcome to JNH Jesus Hour with Jake and Hayden. This is going to be the first podcast. Um, we're not exactly sure what we're going to do for the first podcast, but something that's heavy on my heart is is preaching on on surrendering to God and, and giving up the things that you love for the things that He doesn't love. And and completely surrendering means changing your mindset and and doing what's best for your your relationship and your ministry um, for God. Um, one thing we do have to do in these last days is get serious with our personal relationship with God. Um, he's fixing to come back and people are dying and going to hell and people are just struggling with so much temptations and sins and and they're going through trials and tribulations and people are dying every day and they're just, we have the answer, we have the key and it's Jesus Christ and what are we doing with that? We're we're holding on to it. We're not we're not using the name of Jesus. We're not going out and fulfilling the great commission. We're not spreading the gospel. So, but to do that, we need to be in full surrender and walk in full humility and, and love. And we need to take on the mind of Christ and spread the gospel because Jesus is coming back, y'all. And we've got to get serious. Um, something I had to do for my personal relationship with God is is take a break. I had to step back. I had to step back and realize the weak areas of my life and the things that I was possibly, you know, being blinded by the devil because the devil manipulates us and he blinds us from what's true and what's right. Um, I had to give up Snapchat stories. I had to give up TikTok. Um, it's things that I love doing. It's things, it's things to keep up with the world, but we shouldn't keep up with the world. We should keep up with the word of God and follow him and his, his promises for our life because like Dylan said, we got to get serious about about everything when it comes to to spiritual things when it comes to everything we have got to get serious and we have got to get in the word of god and allow it to manifest in us because there are people lost yes you may be a christian and you may be you know you may be doing good in your christian life but there's someone out there that's not and you keep putting it off you keep putting it off and and you don't get in the word of god you think what you know right now is good enough and it's not get closer to god because there are so many things that you need to learn There are so many people that are lost right now, and you have the power, you have the word, you have the wisdom to spread the love of God, spread the word of God, but you're not. You keep getting distracted. You keep allowing the devil to bring you down and drag you down, and you have power over the enemy, but you're not taking power because you keep getting stuck. You keep getting stuck because you're so caught up in the world instead of being caught up in the word of God, and that's the problem. Okay. Okay, buddy. Okay, y'all heard the preacher, man. Yeah, he's over here letting the Holy Ghost use him. <laughs> I'm over here looking at him. He got um, spiritual veins popping out of his spirit or something, y'all. Um, I can't really top that. But um, the Bible says that the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage, and the Word of God is anointed. And, and you may wonder, you know, how can, how, how do I break these chains? How do I walk away from these things? How do I walk in full surrender? Um, it's Jesus. It's always been Jesus. Too many times we, we try to do our own thing and try to go our own way. Yeah, because we have free will, but we can we can use that free will or we can just 
talk to Jesus and we can grow in God because Jesus is the answer. He's the chain breaker. He's the way maker. He's the miracle worker. He's our promise keeper. This song that we're listening to right now talks about God's promises. All his promises are yes and amen. If he's promised he's never going to leave you, then stick to it. If he's promised you he's never going to forsake you, then believe that he is not going to forsake you. If he promises that he loves you with an everlasting love, then believe that because he loves you with a love that no man can love you with. No woman can love you with. Not even your parents, not even your family or your church family, your pastor. No one in this world can love you the way God loves you. And I think that's the problem with today's, with, with the world we live in today is the love of God has been taken out of the church. It's been taken out of the body of Christ. It's been taken out of the world. And, and, and God so wants to move in this world. And what people don't realize is that he is fixing to move in this nation um, he's fixing to send a revival. He's fixing to send a great awakening. And the Holy Ghost is about to move. The winds of the Spirit are about to sweep this nation and in this world. And God is going to show up and show out who He is. Because He wants to show the world that He is God. And there is only one God. And His name is Jesus. So it's time to get serious. It's time to spread the word of God. People are... People are dying and going to hell. You know, it's not just a place of fire. It's a place of darkness. Uh, the Bible talks about not to get, well, I'm just going to do it anyway because it's the word of God. There's going to be worms and maggots crawling all over your body. It talks about that in Revelation. I don't know the full scripture, but I know it talks about it. Um, and Satan will do everything he possibly can to stop the move of God. He will do everything he can. See, it's not the fact that Satan is all-powerful because he is not powerful. Jesus stripped Satan of his power, but he wants to take the throne of God in your life. He wants to sit on that throne, the throne that you have, that you've, that you've, that you've set out for God, that God is sitting on. Satan will do everything he can to sit on that throne, to push God out, to push the Christian life of you out, to push Christianity out. He wants to sit on that throne. Don't let him. Do not let him. Um, a hundred percent. I completely agree with that. And while he was talking about, I'm just, I'm thinking about, he said that, you know, it's going to be worms and magnets. Will you think about this for just a moment? You keep getting caught up in the wrong stuff. You keep, you keep getting out of the word of God and you get stuck in these cycles and you just keep going and going and going. And let me tell you something, you need to get serious about it because there are family members, there are friends, there are people that are bound for hell right now and you have, you have the word of God and you can spread it to them, but you're not because you keep getting distracted. You can move in their life and allow God to use you, but you're not because you keep getting distracted. Once you think about this, there's going to be worms and magnets crawling over your loved ones, over your friends, the people you love, but you can change that, but you're not because you're not getting serious and you need to get serious because God is trying to use you. He's trying to get serious. He is trying to use you in a way that no other, is, I can't even explain it. God is about to move. He is ready to move in your life. There's a calling and a purpose on your life. And there may, you may have a hard past. There may be a, a terrible past that you have, but let me tell you something. That past is not as terrible. It's not as bad as you think because God is going to use your past. My testimony is different than Dylan's testimony. His testimony is different from your testimony. We all have different testimonies and you need to use your testimony to shine the light in the dark. But you keep getting stuck. And that's okay because let me tell you something. I'm telling you right now, God is about to move if you allow him. Let him move in your life. Change your mindset. That's something that I struggle with. Changing my mindset and going with my flow.
And that's not what we should do. We shouldn't get caught up with our flow. Because when you, when you get stuck in these flows, you're not even living the will that God has planned. You're not even going with the will of God for your life. You're just going with, with your own flow. So change your mindset. Change what you do. Change the friends you hang out with. I'm not saying drop them. I'm saying do what's best for your, your relationship with God and quit holding on to the people that are hurting that. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. And you may not want to do it. But are you going to focus on your friends and, and people that are bringing you down? Or are you going to focus on the person that raised on the that was raised on the cross to die for you and your future? And your sins. He bore the, bore the sins of the world for you. Just for you. Think about it. If there was no one else on this earth and it was just you, he still would have went up on that cross and died for you. That's how much he loves you. He wants you so bad. He wants you to get serious. But you keep getting distracted. You keep falling. You keep being drugged down. But that's okay because you're going you're gonna to pick yourself. God's going to pick you up. If you give all your problems to God, if you give everything to Him and submit to Him, He's going to move in your life. But to do that, it requires seriousness and faith, even if it's just a mustard seed. He loves you so deeply. And it doesn't matter how far you've been. It doesn't matter where you've been, how far you've gone. He's right there. It's not too late to turn to Jesus. He's right there. A lot of people don't really realize that we have the name of Jesus. We have got Jesus. We've got the Holy Ghost living inside of us. That's power. That's all, the Bible says that all power is in the name of Jesus. And if Jesus lives inside of us, then guess where that power is? It resides within you because you've got the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And he said in Luke 10 and 19 to take power over the enemy. You have power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So the depression that you're struggling with, the sexual sins and the impurities that you're struggling with, the anxiety and the fear, or maybe you've got cancer, or maybe you've got a sickness and disease that you're that you're struggling with. And it's like, you know, God, I'm asking you to heal me. I'm believing that you're going to heal me, but it hasn't happened yet. Speak to it. The Bible says speak life and not death. Speak life over your body. Speak health. Tell that thing to leave in Jesus' name. The Bible says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. I'm changing the song for a second, y'all. Um, so when, when the enemy tries to come in like a flood and tries to um, knock you down, um, just know who your God is. Know who you are in Christ. You're a blood-bought child of God. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. No devil out of hell can hurt you. Something has to break right now as you're listening to this. Something has to break. And it's got to do it. Every wall needs to be torn down right now. Every wrong thing needs to be set right. Because when God has his way, and when you get out of God's way, something has to break in Jesus' name. Um, something I was reading, it's okay to not be okay. 
but why not go ahead and declare that it is okay and speak life over the situation over your life and just declare the work of God, declare the mighty goodness of God. Too many times we're too many talking about what the enemy is doing in our lives, but we're not talking about what God is doing in our life. Satan isn't concerned with what we have to say about him. He's concerned with how we live our life for Christ and what and the way we worship and the way we move and the way we pray and the way we spend time with God. So yeah, you can say the enemy's doing this. You can rebuke the enemy in Jesus' name, but when you do that, go ahead and praise him double. Give him the praise and give him the honor and give him the glory. Live a lifestyle full of worship and praise. It's not just about reading your Bible. It's not just about praying, but it's about living in a lifestyle of worship and praise to God because he's worthy. The Bible says that if we don't praise God, the the trees will and the rocks will cry out if we don't do it. You know, that's awesome that the earth will praise God, but that kind of breaks my heart that something else can praise God and we're not doing it. I'm sure... I'm not even gonna. Go, I'm not even gonna go there. I need to take a step back. Some Jesus. You need to talk before I pop off. Oh, um, you've already popped off. Um, I want. Give me just a second, y'all. Listen to the song for just a second. Jesus is your firm foundation. He's your firm foundation. So go ahead and stand on it and believe that the things you're going through, the thoughts you overthink, the alcohol that you're struggling with, the addictions, the drugs, the pain, the hurt, your broken heart, the depression and the fear and the anxiety, the lust, the adultery, the sexual sins, the impurities. I want you to imagine right now in your room or wherever you are, if Jesus walked by, if he passed by, if your restorer, your deliverer, your healer, your savior, your master, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, if he passed by, what would happen? How would you praise him? What would you say to him? How would you react? What would you sing to him? Would you get on your knees and just cry? Would you give him the biggest hug? Would you just cling on to the hem of his garment like the woman with the issue of blood who struggled for 12 years? She gave all her money away. She trusted every physician and she still wasn't healed, but she pressed through the crowd and believed in the name of Jesus. She believed that the man who was passing by through this city, if she would press through the crowd and just touch the hem of his garment she would be healed and guess what she was her faith was so strong where's your faith tonight all you need is faith as small as a mustard seed believe what would you do if he walked in the room you've been praying for a long time you've been waiting a long time I don't know about y'all but I've been waiting seven months and y'all don't need to know what it's about God made a way because he's a way maker. The thoughts of anxiety that I struggle with, the thoughts of fear and depression are breaking off of me daily. I believe that God will do this for you 
if you can trust in that. And it all depends on how much faith you have. It all depends on the trust that you have in God. He's coming back. We've got to get real. We've got to get serious. We've got to walk away from our own mindset. We've got to walk away from ourselves and walk with Jesus. It's not about us. It's about Him. It's about Jesus. It's about the name of Jesus. It's, a, it's about the power and the authority that we have in Jesus. It's about the fact that we have a seat in heaven. The Bible says that he is, we are seated and we are co-heirs with Christ. He's coming back. Are you ready? Um, so just, just some questions. Let's just ask some questions on some, what's it called? I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. Just some questions that we could ask you guys. Something that's, what what is putting a wedge in your relationship with God tonight or today? What is what is holding you back from from surrendering to God and giving everything everything to Him? What is holding you back from from dropping the friends that tear you down? What is holding you back from getting in the Word of God? Well, the answer is the enemy. The enemy is lying to you. He is blinding you, and he is, he is just manifesting all these lies to you and trying to make you think that you're not cable, capable. Okay, well, Lord <laughs> have mercy. We got a cable with Jesus in there. Uh. <laughs> oh. um, mm, I said cable. Listen, y'all. Think of your relationship with God like a rope. And I'm actually kind of glad I said cable because it made me think of this. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to Jesus. All right. Um, think about a rope in your life. Um, how is your rope right now? Is it is it slacking? Is there a lot of tears in it? Um, is it ripping apart? Is there is there a lot of room for the enemy to to grab that rope and? And manifest his lies in you or are you close enough to God where you don't have to be caught up in lies think of it like this y'all I'm looking at my fooler right now and I'm just thinking about something so Jesus I'm gonna use you for an ex- illustration so imagine God being the fooler if you can make this better do it I'm just gonna say <laughs> the draft <laughs> imagine God being a fooler and he's he's pulling you with him and there's a rope he has a rope connected to a um a chair. I'm a, I'm, you're going to be a chair for a minute. He's pulling you. If you're 20 feet, if there's a lot of, if there's a lot of room between the four-wheeler and you, a lot of room between you and God, there's a lot of room for the enemy to, to come in and, and unrope you. There's a lot of room for him to, to grab that rope and lie to you. And you're not close enough to Jesus to realize that he is helping you. And he is, he's trying to He's trying to love you. How I can't I can't put it in words. Help me out here. I'm trying to put it in words, as in like, he's trying to move in your life and he's trying to take you. He has a plan for your life. He's and trying he's, to take you higher in him. He's trying to use go. you. And 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 I guess what you're trying to get at is if the rope was 20 feet versus like two inches. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because when um, when he turns. 
If he turns, you're gonna be you're gonna be swinging everywhere. You'll be hitting some trees and <laughs> some ditches. You might fall off. And he's still there to come pick you back up. He's gonna turn but around. That's what the enemy will do is he'll come and try to knock you out and knock you down. But what you need to do, you need to get on the four wheeler with him. Amen. You need to. Amen. Jesus, stop the four wheeler for just a second. Let me get on with you. I don't like this ride. I don't like going by myself. I don't like hanging on by a thread and and, and literally. I just you can't hang on by a thread. You can't hang on. Mm-mm. It's impossible. Now, when he says that, he's not saying jump the gun and <laughs> jump off. Jump off. Yeah, don't don't jump. Now, you you need to tell you need to get right with Jesus. You know. Make that rope a little bit closer, and you need to just, you know, pull your, not pull your, he's going to pull you up. He's going to stop the four-wheeler, but he can't hear you 30 feet away. He, he can hear you. Don't get me, he can hear you. I got, I got my words mixed up. But there's no way you're going to jump 30 feet onto that four-wheeler. I mean, if you can, let me know, because that'd be awesome to see. But, you do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's die. Um, I was about to get on another topic. I'm not going to say that. Um, um, for y'all to know about us, as we can make analogies out of anything, so, amen. Hallelujah. They're a little sloppy sometimes, but you get you get the point. Um, so basically, you have fun in a podcast, right? Yeah, you do. So right now, I want you to think about who's holding you back, friend-wise. Um, who's putting away? Who? Who's? It's not the fact that they're causing it. Because we don't, like Dylan always says, we don't fight against flesh and blood. Fight against the enemy. Um, so, figure out what's putting a wedge between you and God. You need to figure that out. Take it to Jesus. Ask Him, pray about it. Pray about, pray pray that He puts a spotlight on anything raising barriers between y'all's relationship. And you need to get right with Jesus. Because he, he, this is a lot more serious than you may think. There's a lot of things that he has planned for you and you need to get right with him so you can so you can fulfill your calling and your purpose um i don't know where you are today but i know who does i don't know what you're battling with but i know who does i don't know who's holding you back but i know who does i don't know what you're you're not doing for your relationship with god but i know who does so you need to figure it out you need to pray about it Figure it out and get right with Jesus. Because he, he's trying to move in your life. He is. And there's things that you may not know right now. It may, it may seem boring. When I was a child, I used to go to church and it seemed boring. I used to fall asleep on the church pews and my mom pierced my ear with her fingernails. But that's okay. Scars, baby. <laughs> um, I used to think it was boring. I used to think reading the Bible was boring, which some of this, it was before I was saved. Um, the word of God is alive and when you're saved you begin to understand things more often or you, you begin to understand things more um, oh, that's my blinker hold up hold up okay um, so like I said it it was boring to me but once I got serious once I once I surrendered a little bit once I allowed God to move in my life a little bit I saw what he was, what he could do in my life. I saw what he brought. I saw that, I saw that what I was following in the world, it wasn't true happiness. And true happiness comes from God himself. And the closer you begin to get, yeah, you're going to fight battles and you're going to go through stuff, but he's right there. And, and the closer you get to him, the more you realize 
that he's not going to let you down. Oh, you, you weren't about to talk? I thought I heard your mouth. I was like, all right, about to, about to talk. Um, That's one thing I want to go back on. Um, he mentioned it earlier, but I want you to know that if there is someone in your life, whether it would be someone who abused you, in a sense, in a way, when you were a child, your innocence was taken away from you, or whether it's it's a parent who's struggling with alcohol, you have an alcoholic mother or father or someone who struggles with, with drugs in your family, and it's, or maybe not even your family, maybe it's your friends, maybe you're constantly arguing with your friends, um, and maybe they're toxic, I want you to know that we are not battling these people, we are not battling, we are not going to war, we are not we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against uh, the power, um, the, the, the spiritual wickedness in high places. We wrestle against um, the enemy and, and, and the powers of rulers of darkness. We wrestle against the darkness of the world. The Bible says that in the last days, darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness the people. And I just had an ad, you know, sometimes, you know. You over here changing songs in the middle of a podcast. Man. Anyways, let's talk about Zaxby's for a second, y'all. <laughs> um, but we, we, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against what the enemy is trying to do in this world. Um, but you are the light. You've got the light of God living inside of you. So go ahead and let it shine. Let your light shine in this world full of darkness. Let it burst forth. Declare the work of God. Declare the name of Jesus and watch the enemy tremble. There's only one name by which we must be saved. One name who can take our guilt and shame. There's only one name to lift the weight of sin. Jesus, it's all in Him. Oh, He cut it up! The Holy Spirit about to rise up in me! <laughs> um, man, I can't even hear myself think, man. I'm down a little bit. Um, let me gather my thoughts. What were you talking about again? Like, what were you saying in the beginning? Uh, what were you going off of? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. No, before that. The darkness of the world, and but we've got the light of Jesus to shine that light. You were saying something that hit my it, it hit my brain a minute ago. It clicked. Um, it was when you first started talking. What were you saying? I should go back in the podcast in here. Um, I don't remember. I have said so much. We preached seven different sermons. You were talking about. Um, yeah, we did. You were talking about friends. It is. Oh. Whether you have an alcoholic father or or they or a drug or drug. Man, I had something, um, but I forgot what it was. Toxic friends. I don't know. I said four things. Oh, okay, okay. Now we can cut it up a little bit. <laughs> cut. Restart this thing. Never mind. Um. So when he was saying that, it reminded me. Um. Let me gather my thoughts before I say it. Um. There are things right now in your life that you're trying to change, but you can't. Um. You begin to fall in the hole of no hope. You begin to try changing things that you can't, things you can't even 
things you have no control over in your life right now. Um, with people, with friends, you can't change someone. Only God can do that. Maybe you're trying to, to plant a seed in a friend's life, but you, you keep pushing. I'm going to let you give your analogy in a minute, but you keep, you keep trying to plant a seed on seed after seed after seed, but you're not letting God move. You need to let God move in their life. You need to let them move because someone else is going to water that seed eventually. I'm not saying preach the gospel and then move on and never talk to them again. I'm saying you need to pray about it first. Pray before you give advice. Pray before you walk into a new area. Pray before you pray before you do anything and allow God to speak through you. Focus on things that you can change. You know what y'all need to do? There is things in your life that you're not focusing on because you're you're following the world. You're following things that you shouldn't be following. And they're growing in your life and it's becoming normal. You're stuck on a pattern in your life. Let me tell you something in the name of Jesus. You need to go outside and cut your grass. You need to cut those things out of your life. Amen. Holla, Jesus. You need to cut those things. Y'all look behind me. There's a man cutting his grass. It reminded me, you know, our grass, this, these things in our life, they grow in a pattern. You need to, you need to take a break, step, take a step back and focus on those things. And you need to cut them out of your life. There are some things in your life that are pretty, right? You got some flowers, okay? You got some pretty things in your life. You need to keep those things and cut the things around them. The cut the, yeah, you need to cut... How do I put this in an analogy? You need to Jesus cut. This is a weed eater. Yeah. Hey, man. You need to. What's that, y'all? <laughs> or someone says a, a weed whacker. <laughs> yeah. Cut the weeds, y'all. The flower pretty. But you need to cut the weeds. Hallelujah. Now, you need to change the music, man. You need to focus on the music over here. Cut cut on, um. Cut on something. I don't, I don't care what you cut on. Cut on, uh, don't, th- don't tread on me. I said thread. Don't tread on me. Cut, cut that on. Um, y'all, so, man, we got an ad going. Hold up, y'all. Intermission? Intermission? I don't even know what that is. During a play, and there's an intermission. Oh. It's like a 12-hour play, and people take, like, an hour in. I don't know. Uh-huh. Take an intermission with Jesus. What you cutting on? Well, you told me to. I could put on King and King. No. Sometimes we're forgetting we're on a podcast and we're just over here chilling. That's what podcasts are. We don't, I ain't reading a script. We're just free talking the sucker. Duh. What's that, y'all? Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta take a break. You gotta go and see what else you need to cut out. <laughs> All right. Let me cut this sucker up. Now this bass gonna be hitting hard in a minute. Now we need to cut it down a little bit. All right, y'all. The devil begins to remind you of their of your past when there's something in your future that he doesn't want you to see. You have a calling and a purpose in your life and you need to allow God to move in that. There are things in your life that you cannot change, like I said, and the devil is going to use that. He's going to try to, to remind you that you're not worthy, that you're not loved, that, that, that God doesn't have a calling in your life, but that is a lie from the enemy. That is a lie. And you need to focus on what God can do in your life. You keep getting held down. You keep getting dragged by the devil. The devil keeps lying to you and, and, and telling you you're not worth it. You can't move. 
you can't, your prayers aren't good. Your calling is it's not as important as someone else's. He begins to lie to you and manifest these lies and you begin to believe it. Did you know that you lie to yourself even, you lie to yourself more than anyone. Did you know that? You, you lie to yourself, I lie to myself more than anyone. Dylan lies to himself more than anyone. You need to focus on God. Quit focusing on your own thoughts. Focus on the word of God. He's trying to move and you keep getting dragged down by the devil. Rebuke him in the name of Jesus and take power and authority. Because he's trying to move. God is trying to move and the devil doesn't want him to. He's trying to get in the way. He's trying to get in the way. He's trying to make you think that you're not good enough. That you're not worthy. That you don't have what someone else has. Thank you for turning that up. He crushed the head of the devil. Did you know that when Jesus died on that cross, he was literally thinking of you. Do you think that he would die on that cross if you didn't have a purpose and a calling on your life? Do you think he would he would sit there and be hit by, he would have a, a, a thorn. He would have a, a, a crown of thorns on his head if there wasn't a purpose for your life. Do you think he would take three nails in his body if there wasn't a purpose for your life, there is a way out of this. And if it wasn't, he wouldn't have died on the cross for you. The same man that died on that day, the, the, the same man that died that day is the same man that lives today. The same man that can pull you from, from the sin that you're that you're living in. The same man that can that can move in your life, but you keep pushing it away. He's trying to move. I was to go one more time change the song y'all let us change the song put graves in the garden you know what put miracles i don't know who it's by y'all one sec i don't know who it's by one sec y'all All right, y'all. It's so easy to get caught up in the world and get caught up in the opinions of others. It's so easy to lose focus 
on your ministry, lose focus on your relationship with God. It's so easy to get out of the patterns, get out of the cycle of, of getting in the Word of God and, and staying close to Him and, and staying standing on your firm foundation. Um, it's easy. And, and a lot of the times I get stuck in patterns of, you know, I skip one day reading the Bible and then I end up skipping two and then three and then I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Why, where, where's, where, where's my focus? Where's it, where's it at? You, you keep getting away from God and he is just, he's just, he's ready to move in your life and you, you keep pushing away. And he's saying, why, why I'm, I'm right here. Keep your focus on me. But, but you, it's like you begin to lose focus of the fact that he, he's your firm foundation and you begin to lose the fact that he has promises, but you're, you're losing those promises because you're not staying in the word of God. You don't remember his promises because you're not staying in the word of God and you're not focusing on him and it's so easy to get caught up in the world it's so easy to get caught up in social media you get caught up in how many likes you're getting and how many views you're getting and how many comments you're getting you get caught up in how many friends you have you're focusing on the wrong thing and you 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 begin to wonder why am I suffering so much why am I going through so much why does it feel like God is so distant do not let the the, the presence of the storm indicate the absence of God he is right there you yeah, he's in the storm with you, fighting for you. Um, there's so many times that, that people want to be on a mountaintop. Don't you want to always be on a mountain? Not always, but physically you want to be on a mountain. Spiritually as well, you want to be on a mountaintop. You want to be close to God. You want to stay strong. You want to you stay close to him. But we're putting the valleys for a reason. And you're putting this valley for a reason. And God is shaping and molding you as we speak. If it wasn't for the valleys, if it wasn't for the troubles, the, the suffering, the tribulation, the trials that we go through, what would be the point of Jesus? What would be the point of turning to him? What, what would be the point of faith? There's a reason for it. And you need to pray to God. Whatever season you're in right now, pray to God and, and get closer to him. So many times there, there are things that, that, that happen in our life, things come up. And we fall from church. People fall from church. It's like, I have too many issues right now, so I'm not going to go to church. What? I don't understand that. When when more things pop up, I'm not saying that's, that you should get closer. You should get closer when things are good. So when things are bad, you have a, you have a, a better foundation to stand on. So this is the last thing I'm going to say. Whether you're struggling right now or not, get closer to God. He hasn't left you. He hasn't abandoned you. He's right there. He's not far. He's not as far as you think he is. Get closer to God in this time, this season that you're living in. And allow him to move in your life. But to do that, you're going to have to break the cycle. You're going to have to break the mindset. You're spinning in this chair. You're spinning in, in one little circle. And, and God is somewhere else. He's not where you are. And he's saying, my child, what are you doing? I'm over here. And you keep getting stuck in the cycle. You keep spinning in the same circle. What are you going to do? Are you going to get up and chase after him? Or are you going to stay in your cycle and keep suffering and keep feeling distant from God and, and keep living in this sin that you're living in? Are you going to get up, change your mindset, and get closer to God? That's your choice. And whether you take it or not, that's all. That's on you. People need you to, to, to do what God has called for your life. People need you to fulfill your calling. And you can start today. Don't wait next week. Don't wait next month. People are bound for hell right now. And you cannot wait. You cannot put that on hold. You need to get serious and get right with God. And he's ready for you. He's reaching out today. And he's saying, follow me. Follow me, my child. 
Follow my promises for your life. I have what you want, but you're gonna have to change your mindset. You're gonna have to change your ways and get closer to me. I'm ready. Are you ready? That's a question that you're gonna have to answer yourself. I'm done. This is Dylan. Um, when you get saved and you ask Jesus into your heart, it's it's out with the old and in with the new. Jesus has filled you up with power and with love and with might and with his Holy Spirit. You are a new creation in Christ. I hear a lot of people say, and y'all can agree to disagree with me, but I hear a lot of people say, sinner saved by grace. Yes, I'm a sinner and I was saved by grace, but when I was saved, I was made a new creature. I was made a new creation in Christ. So why declare that I'm a sinner when I'm a new creation in Christ? Y'all have y'all can agree or disagree with me on that one because it sounds it does sound really good, sinner saved by grace. But I'm also a new creature and a new creation in my God. And he has given me a new name. It is no longer Dylan Long, but Dylan Christ. He has adopted me and he has blessed me. And I've been adopted into the kingdom of God. He's my father. He's my he's my my way maker. Y'all. He's my God. He's my restorer and my deliverer. He's mine. I met the author of my story. Every chapter, every sentence, every punctuation mark, every page number. I am who I am because he has made me who I am. I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. You are who you are because the I am tells you who you are. You are who you are because God has said these things about you. You are blessed and highly favored. You are chosen and you are a holy nation. You're a child of God. You've been blessed. You've been bought and redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And the word of your testimony. You are who you are. Because that's what God says you are. So why listen to what the enemy has to say about you? Why care about his opinion? Why care about your own opinion about yourself and care about the one who sent his son to die for you? Care about the only God, the only living God there is. His opinion matters of you because it's the only opinion that will ever matter. There's a new name written down in glory and it's yours if you want it. So, I'm going to pray and I am going to give me just a second. Um, one thing I want to do on this podcast and probably every podcast from now on is invite people um, and ask them if they would like to be saved, if they want a relationship with Jesus. So if that's for you, if you're so tired of what the enemy is doing to you, if you are so tired of what the world and the weight of sin on top of you and you want to be saved and you want to trust the one who can take that weight off of you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. After me, Father God, I recognize I am a sinner. I come to you asking forgiveness of my sins. I confess in my heart and speak with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son and he died on the cross for my sins. I confess Jesus as Lord of my life. 
Lord of my heart, my soul. I accept Jesus as my personal Savior, and I praise you for making a way for me. I declare by the blood of Jesus that I am saved. I invite you into my life, Lord, and I pray that you continue to reveal your love to me by your Holy Spirit. And I ask you to have your way with my life, and I thank you for the new creation you have made me. In Jesus' name. Do you have anything else? Um, yeah. I also... With him doing that, we're going to have another podcast made after this. We might do it today. Um, we're going to have another podcast basically going over, um, you know, just one one podcast for salvation. We'll go through everything, explain everything, um, and, and that would make it where if you're not saved, you can understand it a little bit more. Um, so we're going to have another podcast. I'm not sure if it's going to be up by the time you listen to this one, but I'm going to plan on having it today. It'll be like It'll be like 15 minutes of a podcast. Um, so, I hope it's not too windy on this podcast. I'm, we're driving right now and going to town, but I need to roll my window up. But anyway, um, we're going to have another podcast made, but thank you for tuning in to J&H. J- did I say, what did I say? J- J&H, yeah, Jesus Hour with Jake and Aiden. Um, this is our first time meeting. I'm just going to include this at the end. This is our first time meeting. Most podcasts will be done. Um, here, hold this. I gotta roll this window up. Alright. Most podcasts will be done um, from, you know, he, he lives in Alabama and I'm Mississippi, but he's gonna have to do it from where he lives because we can't meet up and do a podcast every time. Plus, I plan on doing them a good bit. But we decided to make the first podcast. We'd do it when we meet um, over here. So, um, like I said, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please shoot us a message. Um, our, my Snapchat is going to be HWIGGINS88. And uh, mine is childofgod.one. And then the, and my Instagram is going to be um, HAYDEN dot WIGGINSS. And then mine is uh, Jake.Dylan with an extra N. And make sure you spell it D-Y-L-A-N because some people be spelling my name wrong now. Glory. Um, like I said, shoot us a message on either one of those. I would probably say DMs on Instagram um, for me, for Hayden. Um, but like I said, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you have a good rest of your night or day, whatever time you're listening this to and listening into this. Um, and I'm done, so Dylan, if you want to add and end it. You done? Peace out, in Jesus' name. See ya. You believe that Jesus Christ died for the sins of the world and rose from the grave three days later. But I want to ask you, do you know that he did these things for you? Do you know that the soldiers beat him until the bones were exposed? and the flesh was ripped off his back until the blood poured out of his body? Do you know that they forced that crown of thorns into his skull? Do you know they made him carry his death sentence up Golgotha Hill? Do you know that people spit on him? They pushed him down. They mocked him, embarrassed him, humiliated him, and they publicly shamed him. 
do you know that the soldiers drove those nails through his wrists and his feet? Do you know the pain that he felt? Do you know they dropped the cross into the ground and it shook his body? Do you know how long he was up there? Do you know they gave him vinegar to drink when he was thirsty? Do you know the excruciating torture he had to endure? During all of this, do you know how much love he felt in his heart when he did these things just for you? It's not enough to believe in him, but to know him and know that he did all of this for you. And he did it because he wants to have a relationship with you. He doesn't just want you to believe in him, but he wants you to have a one-on-one personal relationship with him. Jesus wants to know you. And you may be asking yourself, how do I get to know God? I feel too far away. I feel so lost. I feel so broken. Jesus is the answer. There's power in the name of Jesus to break your chains today if you let him. If you're lost, trust in the Savior. He's coming to find you. But you've got to make yourself available for him to save you, to heal you, to deliver you, and to set you free from all bondage. First John 5.13 states, These things that I have written unto you, that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. be going to Romans see Romans 3:10 verse we're going to be going to Romans 3:10 and then verse 23 Romans 3:10 states as it is written there is none righteous no not one and then verse 23 states for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God everyone sins everyone falls short of his glory Everyone messes up. Everyone makes mistakes. But that does not make you any less capable or any less deserving or any less worthy of salvation. So yeah, you drank a beer and you got drunk. You took some drugs and you got addicted to it. Or maybe you had sex before marriage and you struggle with sexual sin. Or maybe you, you struggle with cussing and, and bad language or struggle with cursing. But guess what? That doesn't matter. Everyone falls short. Everyone sins. But there is a man named Jesus. And he can set you free. Right now. In this moment. Have faith in God. Because faith is what is taking place in your life. While you're listening to this, there's faith and the Holy Ghost is moving right now in this moment. Romans 6.23 states, For the wages of sin is death. Um, we're going to stop on this verse and we're going to move to Revelations 20.14-15. through 15. So we're gonna, I'm going to read this verse one more time. It says, For the wages of sin is death. Um, and then 
Revelation 20, 14 through 15, it says, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And this whosoever is anyone. It, it doesn't matter what you, it doesn't matter about good works. It doesn't matter, matter what you do as far as working and, and, and making people happy. So this word whosoever, it's, it, it means anyone. It doesn't matter if you're rich, if you're poor. It literally means anyone. Um, so we're going to go back to Romans 6.23, and we're going to finish that verse. So in the beginning it said, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So while we're flipping, we're going to go to Romans 10, 9 through 10 after that. While we're flipping, I just want to say that right now, if you're not saved, you're bound for hell. And I just wonder, why would anyone want hell? A lot of people think, you know, I party, I party now in this, in this world. You're not going to go to hell and party. In the Bible, it mentions magnets. It mentions worms and it, and fire. People, people, something Dylan told me today is a lot of people just expect it to be fire. But it's more than that. And I don't understand why anyone would want to be bound for hell when when Jesus died on the cross so you could be set free from that and, and live in heaven, eternal life in heaven with your Savior. So this... One thing a lot of people don't realize about hell is it's a very scary place. It's pure darkness. It's pure loneliness. It's 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 fire. And yeah, the Bible talks about worms crawling in and out of your body. And I know that sounds so rough to and it sounds intense, but it's true. It's not a fun place. And if you're someone who is who said, "Oh, I'm going to hell anyway." Or, or I'm gonna I'm going down to hell to party. It's not like that. You think this is fun? You think this is a game? This is serious. Jesus is coming back, and you're okay with the lifestyle that you're living. It's not okay. It's time to get right. It's time to get serious, and it's time to walk in the calling and in the purpose God has placed in your life. Um, something I'm going to add until, before we read, this, what's this next verse, next verse going to be? It's going to be um, Romans 9. Romans 9? 9 through 10. 9 through 10. That's Romans 10. It's going to be Romans 10, 9 through 10. Um, I just want to add this. Um, doesn't matter how far you are right now. It doesn't matter what you're struggling with right now, whether that's alcohol, even just bad language, murder. It doesn't matter what you've done to be too far from God. You have the chance. And I know right now you may be in a place that you're just so lost. You don't know where to turn, what to do. Jesus is right there and he wants you. He wants that personal relationship with you. And and he knew you would be right here today listening to this to this podcast. He knew you would be stuck in all this bondage. But yet 
God still sent his son to die on the cross for you because you matter and your purpose is so deeply. It, it's, if you just knew this, this purpose that God has planned for you, and you can find that purpose. But the only way that you're going to find the true purpose that God has set before you is getting close to him and finding your true identity in Christ. Um, so this this next verse is going it's going to be it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation So let's see. This next verse that we're going to be going to, y'all, is going to be. Let's. He's turning to it right now. One second. What's this next verse? One sec. John one. So we're going to be in John one twelve. Yeah, John one twelve. It says, "But as many as received him." To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Um, as many that received Jesus as their Savior, to them God gave them power to become sons of God, to become children of God, and to them that believe on the name of Jesus. Um, so... It takes the Holy Spirit to get saved. He's prompting you. He's he's unctioning in your life and he's moving you. And there's there's conviction taking place. There's questions that you have that you need answered. And right now whatever you're feeling, it's like you need God so bad but you're scared of taking the next step and you don't know what to do. Let me tell you what Romans chapter 10 verse 13 says. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call on Jesus' name. Call on the name of the Lord. Ask him. Lord, I need you in my life. I need you. I can't do this without you. Forgive me of my sins. I can't do this anymore. I can't do it alone. He's waiting. Hell is not a fun place. And you can avoid it. If you walk in the light of God. And in the love and the mercy and the grace that God has for you. There's blessings. There's so many blessings when it comes to serving God, serving His people, walking in in your purpose and in your plan that He has for you. There's going to be storms. There's going to be trials and there's going to be tribulations and there's going to be doubts. There's going to be unbelief and there's going to be Satan's lies whispering to you. doubting everything that you're going through. It's gonna, he, Satan will do everything he can to stop you. Don't let him do it. Because you've got a Savior who stripped Satan of all of his authority when he died on that cross and rose from that grave. 
that lie that you're not good enough, that you're not beautiful, that you can't be saved, that you're too lost to be saved. It is a lie straight from the enemy. Block it out. Call on Jesus' name. All power is in the name of Jesus. So if you understood everything that we said, we're going to do something for you guys at the end. Or it's not really going to be at the end. But for right now, if you understood everything we said and you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, um, we're going to go through a sinner's prayer. Um, so I'm going to go through, we're going to go through something else after we do this. So if you still don't understand and you're still confused, stay with us. Um, and we're going to we're gonna go through it um, and explain it a little bit better. Um, so right now, if you understood everything we said... If you would trust Jesus to take you to heaven when you die, just bow your head and close your eyes with, with us right now. And if you mean this with your whole heart, pray this prayer after me. Um, dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins and come into my heart. I trust you today, Jesus, to take me to heaven when I die. Thank you for saving me. Amen. So according to the Bible, if you were, if you were to die today, you would go to heaven um, for in the Bible, it's in John 3.36, it says, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Um, so if you still don't understand, if you're still confused, and you don't, you don't understand um, any, anything that we said, or maybe you did understand some parts, but you're still confused, you want some answers, stay with us and we're going to go through this real quick. Um, so you know you can know in first john five thirteen, the bible says these things that i have written unto you that believe on the name of the son of god that ye may know that ye have eternal life and here's how you can know for in romans three ten, the bible says as, as it is written there is none righteous no not one and in verse 23 for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god this means i'm a sinner this means dylan is a sinner and it also means that you're a sinner and this is where sin came from. In Romans 5, 12, the Bible says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into, entered into the world, um, this means Adam committed the first sin in the whole world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. This word death doesn't just mean dying and going to the grave. It means separation from God forever and ever in a lake of fire. This is our punishment for our sin in a debt you owe as of right now. The story doesn't end there. In Romans 6.23, the Bible says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a gift, and it's absolutely free. You can't buy it, work for it, go to church for it, or be good for it. It is absolutely free. It would be as if a friend went to the store and purchased you a present. She paid for it, wrapped it, put a pretty bow on it, and brought it to you. She did everything for you. All you have to do is receive it. That is what Jesus did. He left his home in heaven, came to earth, died on the cross, shed his blood, bore our sins in his body, and paid for them. He did everything for you. All you have to do is receive it. So, for the person watching this, you know, listening to this, you know you're a sinner. You realize you're lost without Jesus in your heart, and you believe Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood for you. 
And if you do believe all those things, this is what you need to do. In Romans 10, 9 through 13, the Bible says that if, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This whosoever, it, it means you. We could put your name there. Um, obviously, I don't know who's who's listening to this. So the viewer that's listening to this shall call upon the name of the Lord, and this viewer shall be saved. You could put your name in the Bible right there. That, that, that whosoever means you. Um, and if you would trust Jesus to take you to heaven when you die, just bow your head and close your eyes with me right now. And if you believe this with all your heart, pray this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins and come into my heart. I trust you today, Jesus, to take me to heaven when I die. Thank you for saving me. Amen. So here again, according to the Bible, if you were to die today, and you did everything that I just said based off of scripture, you would go to heaven. For in the Bible, in John 3.36, it says, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. So if you've, if you've made it this far, and you accepted Jesus into your life, like Dylan said, the enemy, he's going to try to attack you. He's going to try to tell you that this, this, this recording was false, and it wasn't true, and you're not really saved. But you are saved. If you did everything that the scripture states, you are saved. The Bible doesn't lie. But I can tell you who does, and that's the enemy. He's going to try to use you. He's going to try to deceive you and, and, and make you feel unworthy and unloved. And he's going to make you, like I said a second ago, he's going to make you make it where it feels like you're not even saved. Get in the word of God. Learn more about your Savior. Go to church, serve God's people, and do what He has set before your life. Fulfill the calling that He has set for you. God is about to move in your life, and you need to be prepared. But you also need to be prepared for the enemy's lies because he's going to attack you. And I can tell you how you do that. You put the full armor of God on, and to do that, you need to get in the Word of God. He wants you so deeply. And you may be stuck to certain patterns in your life right now. Maybe they did. Maybe they helped you in the past. This worldly desire that you're stuck and holding on to, give it to God. He wants it. Let go of it so you can fulfill your calling without being stuck in bondage. Give it to God. Um, before we get off, I want to pray real quick. Um... So, I'm about to pray. So whoever's listening, just keep an open mindset. Um, receive what God has for you in this moment. And I promise you, everything's going to be okay. Um, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come before you today, Lord. We thank you for the person listening to this. Thank you for making a way when there seems to be no way. Thank you for sending your son to die for our sins. Thank you for raising your son out of the grave. 
so that he could come back. So that you could send the Holy Spirit down to us. Thank you that your plan for your son's return is playing out before our eyes today. Whoever's listening, Lord, I pray that the Holy Ghost just begins to begin to do a new work in them. Reveal yourself to them, Lord, in a mighty way. Show them Jesus is coming back. We've got to be serious, God. You're, you've commanded us to preach the word of God. You, you have called us out of darkness, Lord. We may be in this world, but we're not of it. You're calling us, God, and we need to have open ears. We need to be ready. Lord, we're preparing our hearts for you, for your return. Whoever's listening, God, speak to them. Speak to their heart. Convict them, Holy Spirit. The depression is not of God. The anxiety is not of God. The fear is not of God. It's not from Him at all. The temptation is not from God. That addiction is not from God. Those sexual immoralities, those impurities, they're not from God. They're from the enemy. And He will use them to try and bring you down. Satan is a liar, and he's the father of it. He came to steal, he came to kill, and he came to destroy. But Jesus came so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. The Word of God says that whatsoever we ask, or whatsoever we think, Lord, it doesn't matter. Because he's greater. The Bible says that greater is Jesus living inside of you than the one who is in this world, and that's the enemy. Now's the time. It's time to walk in the purpose that God has for you. It's time to walk out in faith, take that next step before it's too late. So we're going to be ending right here. Um, if you have any questions or anything, um, my Instagram handle is going to be H-A-Y-D-E-N dot W-I-G-G-I-N-S-S. So it's Hayden dot Wiggins. Um, mine is Jake Dillon. It's J-A-K-E dot D-Y-L-A-N-N. And then my Snapchat is going to be H-W-I-G-G-I-N-S-88. Um, Childofgod.1. So like I said, if you have any questions or concerns or you're confused on anything, maybe you didn't accept him into your heart because you're still confused and you want answers, shoot us a message. Um, obviously, we may not respond in, you know, as soon as you text us, but give us a little bit, be patient with us, and we'll get back to you. Um, personally, if you text Hayden, if you text me, Shoot me a message on Instagram. I'll probably respond quicker. Um, so we're going to end here. Hope you enjoyed Jesus Hour with Jake and Hayden. Um, I hope everyone has a blessed night, day, whatever time you're watching this. 
um, podcast. Um, but thanks for tuning in, and God bless.